This is Bill Enyard with Reflections from the River. Writing about sports sounds like a dream job to lots of folks. Imagine going to sports games for free, sitting in the press box, access to the locker room, talking to players and coaches and fans, watching games and writing about it, and getting paid. Well, although not much, to tell the stories. What a life! Except I hated it. I played sports in grade school and high school. Not well, but I played Little League, then football, and even ran track. Slow, short, and poor eyesight. But when you go to a 400-student high school, if you try out, you generally make the team. So I played a couple of sports. But I was never a fanatic about it. I I just played because the other guys did. My real love was reading. Uh, reading and camping. Although I loved reading, and I read newspapers, books, and magazines as a kid, I never read the sports page. I didn't read Sports Illustrated or the Sporting News. I just didn't care that much about the world of organized sports. Oh, sandlot baseball or backyard touch football. Yeah, yeah, I like that. But you know, once adults got involved, it just lost all interest for me. To this day, I seldom watch ESPN unless wife Annette insists on watching her beloved St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, I'll pay attention to the World Series, but nothing earlier in the baseball season. Since I was a kid in the 1950s, the Yankees, the hated New York Yankees, were always in the series. I rooted for anybody but the Yankees. I didn't have a favorite team as a kid. I just didn't want to see the damn Yankees win again. Now, guys and gals who are sports writers, though, they love sports. Sports of all kinds. It's a prerequisite for the job. Why would you write about something you don't care about? My short-lived sports writing career came about, like most of my career choices, almost entirely by accident. Graduating from journalism school from Southern Illinois University's Edwardsville campus in the midst of a recession, I needed a job. I worked an internship at the St. Louis Suburban Daily the Belleville, Illinois News Democrat. That was my last quarter of college. And the B&D was, at that time, the largest daily newspaper in the southern third of Illinois. It was a wonderful time to work for newspapers. Bernstein and Woodward, through their investigative journalism, brought down the Nixon administration with their reporting on the Watergate scandal. As a veteran, I was a bit older than most of my fellow J school grads, but we all wanted to be the next Pulitzer Prize-winning investigator reporter. That is, all of us except the few odd ducks who wanted to be sports writers. Those folks, mostly guys, lived, breathed, ate, and slept sports. For a brief time, I had a roommate who was a sports writer. Skinny little guy with a congenital heart condition, he cared only about sports and rock and roll bands. He never had a girlfriend, at least as far as I know and he could never make up his mind what to order to eat. Even at a steak and shake, he'd change his order a half dozen times. When I first met roommate Joe, I was a copy editor for the University Daily Student newspaper, The Daily Alestal. Joe was a first-year J student and budding sports writer. He would accompany the baseball team on week-long spring tours of southern schools. He wrote incomprehensible stories. They were so bad, I couldn't copy edit them. 
I simply corrected any misspelling and sent them on to press as written. Joe persevered. He kept writing and kept writing. Three years later, by the time he'd graduated and become my roommate, he was a terrific teller of tales. He was still skinny, still had a heart condition, and still had no girlfriend. But he had become a weaver of words who could transmit his love of the game. Unlike Joe, I didn't seek a job as a sports writer. After my summer internship, the BND needed a temporary reporter to fill in vacation gaps. I grabbed the job while I looked for a permanent position. By the end of August, with my temporary position coming to an end, I'd received an offer to join the PR department of a local St. Louis University. That offer came after I turned down a commission-based job selling tickets for the repertory theater. I wasn't excited to write PR, but it was a job. That last Friday before Labor Day, I told the editor I'd be starting my new position the following Tuesday. An hour or so later, the editor came to me and offered me a job in the sports department. The pay was about the same, and it was at least working for a newspaper, not as a PR flack. I called my would-be university employer and quit before I even started. I took the offered sports writing position. I'd never written a sports story in my life. But hey, it's writing. How tough can it be? Luckily, since I'd played football in high school, I knew the game. I knew the rules. And I could write a plausible story. The BND at that time, like many newspapers, was an afternoon paper, meaning it went to press about 11 in the morning and hit the newsstands by 3 p.m. Because the paper was printed in sections, the sports section had to be done even earlier. Our deadline was 8 o'clock in the morning. To make our deadline, the sports staff started at 6. That's 6 in the morning. Big change for a recent college graduate. Further disturbing my pattern was the fact that many sports events take place at night. A Cardinals baseball game might end at 10 p.m. or even later. Then you'd have to write the story. Get home at midnight or 1 in the morning, then up by 5 to get to the office by 6. Terrible hours. But if you love sports, you put up with it. I didn't love sports. Worse yet, basketball season was soon to be upon us. I'd never played basketball. While I knew what a wide right sweep was, or what a football pulling yard did, I didn't have a clue as to what a pick was or where a forward's position was. The jovial sports editor, Don Frost, or Frosty as he was known to all, took me to one of the very last St. Louis spirits of the old American Basketball Association, games, one of their games at the old St. Louis Arena, to break me into writing about basketball. With 900 fans in the audience, even I could see it was a dying franchise. Of the 900 attendees, I likely had the least idea of what was going on in the game. I attempted to write a sidebar to Frosty's top-of-the-fold, breathtaking play-by-play of the game, but failed miserably. It was clear to him, and to me, that I could write a convincing football story. But there was no way I could think my way through basketball season. My newspaper career appeared to be doomed. Doomed, that is, until the government reporter, which is the job I wanted, asked to be moved back to the sports department. The government reporter desperately wanted to write about sports. He'd been a stringer for the sports department all through his Belva West High School days and had written sports while attending the University of Missouri Journalism School. 
Missouri J School was, and likely still is, considered the Harvard of journalism schools. The BND editors, in their infinite wisdom, had decided that anyone who went to Mizzou J School should be a government reporter, not a sports writer. To do otherwise would be making a pigskin writer out of a silk purse, I guess. At any rate, Frosty wanted a writer who could write about sports, all sports. The government reporter wanted to write about sports, all sports, and I wanted to write about government. The editors realized they'd been trying to put round pegs in square holes and allowed the swap. The former government reporter, turned sports writer, went on to spend 50 years at the paper as an award-winning sports writer and sports editor. As for me, I lasted less than a year as a government and police beat reporter before leaving for the greener pastures of law school. And that's another story. You've been listening to Bill Enyart with Reflections from the River. You can email me at bill at billenyart.com. That's B-I-L-L at B-I-L-L-E-N-Y-A-R-T dot com. Thanks for listening.